This week in Easter brings us to Good Shepherd Sunday. We need to be shepherded. And in the mystery and paradox of faith, Jesus is both the Lamb who was slain for our sins and the Good Shepherd leading us to eternal life. And as our good shepherd, Jesus gives these wonderful promises. My sheep hear my voice. I know them. They follow me. I give them eternal life. And they will never perish. What does eternal life mean? Well, it's more than we can comprehend. And the book of Revelation gives us some pictures. Now, the pictures are also hard to comprehend, but we read and we try to imagine because this is part of what God has given us in Holy Scripture. As we seek to follow Jesus in this world, it is good to remember There is a larger reality. And the second reading for today pulls back a curtain into heaven so that we can get a glimpse of what is happening to God's people who have already gone ahead of us. Every Sunday we gather for worship Our worship is just a little segment of all of God's people. Worship is meant to be a picture of reality. That is one very good way to understand the Mass. And yet, as we gather here in worship, that is not the sum total of reality. Because the church is not just us. The church is not us plus all Christians all over our nation and even the world right now. The church is those people who belong to Jesus throughout the world and all the way back through time. And they are as much a part of reality as we are gathered here. So if we think of fathers, mothers, brothers, sisters, husbands, wives, children who have already died in the Lord, we should know that they are just as much a part of total reality right now as you and I are in what God is doing among us. Now, what are God's people doing in heaven? Well, this is somewhat answered from the second reading. We are able to see what is happening on each side of the curtain that separates earth from heaven. 
On our side, we see people learning to hear the good shepherd's voice and follow him. That's why we're here right now. But on the other side, we see a whole host of the redeemed gathered before the Lamb. And that's one way that we know what we're doing here on earth right now is part of the big thing that God is doing. John says that he saw this great multitude that no one could count. Are they just from the tribes of Judah and Reuben and Gad and all those others? No, the first reading tells us that they just about missed out. God opened it wider to the Gentiles. And as John looks at that vast multitude, he sees dark-skinned people and pale people like me. He sees... Tall people, short people, skinny people, great big people, old people, young people. Because that's a picture of who the people of God are from every nation, race, people, and tongue. And where are they as he looks up through that curtain? They are before the throne and in front of the Lamb who has made it all possible. And what are they wearing? White robes. And the significance of that is whatever has tainted people on earth, whatever it is that has tried to pull us down, whatever it is that we struggle with when we're alone, all of the ugly things that show up so well in our fallen humanity, when people who have followed the Good Shepherd come to stand before the throne, they're clean. Because John says they've been made white in the blood of the Lamb. And so they're worshiping. They're holding palm branches in their hand. That's not just something we do on Palm Sunday. There's a historical significance to that. It's the way that the Jews celebrated the victory of the Maccabees during that period of Greek domination. Most of all, this is a picture of euphoria beyond anything that we have yet experienced. Now, think about the times when worship is good for you. It may be a song or a refrain. It may be the homily. It may be a time when Jesus in the Eucharist is so real. If we can even sometimes feel good about worship in an imperfect world. Can you imagine what it's going to be like to worship when there is nothing to impede all that we want to express? That is what God's people are doing in heaven. 
because they are the people who have heard the voice of the good shepherd and followed. And as we follow Jesus, we will take on more and more the character of our Lord. We will find ourselves being changed, as St. Paul wrote to the Corinthians, from one degree of glory to another. In our thinking, our responding, our words and our actions, we're being changed into the character of the Lamb who is our shepherd. And that has happened to the people who are now in heaven and have eternal life. Think about God at work, making a people like that for himself. He's been doing it for thousands of years so that millions of believers who have preceded us are right now around the throne and worshiping along with us as we have gathered here so that when we come to the Eucharist, heaven comes down and touches earth. Can you believe that this is happening in you as you follow Jesus, our good shepherd? The book of Revelation gives us just a glimpse of what Jesus has promised. God is working through the church below to finalize the church above. And he is going to do that until everyone who belongs to Jesus are truly his forever. Jews and Gentiles, black and white, male, female, rich, poor, young, old. The good news from God is that you and I are invited to be part of it. And Jesus, our good shepherd, is here to lead us.